You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. You are back. Back with the boys, the Outspoken yeah. Boys. Mm-mm. Thrilled to be here on a sunny day. Uh, yeah. You know, yesterday was, um, for the first time, I think, warm. I felt warm. Right? It yes. got into I high 40s or my coat. 50s. Yeah, you d- exactly. how not um, warm. I did wear a sweater, mm-hmm, but still no mm-hmm. coat. Right. In the morning, I kind of took a little walk and outside, and I was like, oh, I can take out my jacket. So yeah. Was I know. I'm so happy, and the ice is beginning to melt. Right. Now, wait. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. I, yeah, right. Exactly. Because <laughs> there was a week, uh, a day this week that... Um, it looked dry, and mm, you thought it was dry so and it was horrible. warm, but then you go, and the road is pure ice. It's it a sheet a, of ice. Yeah, it was a rink out there. Yeah. I almost killed myself so many times. Right. Ugh. Yeah, it was yeah. not and cool. you in your car, I don't know how you I know, it. already, it's not fun. Ben, and I also want to say, I checked the forecast, and uh, there is a rumor that Friday... No, no, no. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, all uh, I'm uh, saying. Is, no more. Is I'm over that. Um, so after an announcement we made last week... There are three, only three more shows of Outspoken before we retire from the airwaves. Uh, we did announce that mm-hmm. at the end of last week's show. So if you missed it or you just listened to the beginning of this one, uh, we did announce that we the show is retiring not because our mission is done, the work is far from over, mm-hmm. but because we are moving forward and uh, going to be doing other things that will uh, further the cause that we, we believe greatly in. So don't worry about that. But I will say people were writing us about it. There were some phone calls. Um, I took one from a very, uh, very wonderful and supportive listener of the show. Yet last week, Kurt what comes mm-hmm. in here and he's like, "I need you to take the phone. I need you to handle this." I'm yeah. like, "Good. I'm. I can talk to people better than you can, so it's okay." Uh, yeah, don't <laughs> let Kurt. Don't let Kurt delegate. So ever. thank you to everyone who has supported us over the last mm-hmm. four years. Guess what? There's going to be plenty more to support. So there is. Don't there think is. that part's over. We still need you. Yes. And uh, we feel like we are still needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will be moving. Well, forward. and the work is going to continue, like you said, um, in a lot of different mediums. I think it's uh, it's a good. Uh, moving and transition point for us. So I agree. Um, I would I not agree. see this as a as a bad move or a, a, no, no, a no. bad thing. Instead, a no, positive no. growth. Growth takes change exactly. And so mm-hmm. after four years, the change is is here it's for us. It's kind of and, inevitable, and we are going to listen. Yeah, you know, right. uh, we had a great guest last week, of course, who we who we spoke about change and when to know when it's time to leave one one party and go to the mm-hmm. next. Um, and so, and of course, that was Lena Bradford. I love her. Host I of love her. The Dollhouse, which you can see on YouTube. She is mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Such a beautiful spirit. Uh, yeah, so, actually. So exciting. So we will continue to talk about the transition. But like I said, you have, you're have you welcome to call in uh, during mm-hmm. these last three shows. Uh, we'd love to talk to, to anyone out there. Um, but yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting. It will be. Well, and yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Uh, well, I just wanted to say one of the uh, projects that we are currently working on that's um, kind of in the works um, right. is is a podcast version, um, not not necessarily of Outspoken, but it's mm-hmm. our own little it's podcast us. that we're doing. Yeah, it's yeah. us. It's it's yeah. a little different. And, and what's um, fun is- That's out there. Yeah, and we've been doing that already. Yeah. And what's fun is we talk to, you know, friend of our shows that we absolutely mm-hmm. adore, uh, Del Shores. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, of course, the writer-director of many great uh, movies like Southern Baptist Sissies, which we've talked about with him before. Just and, of hilarious. course, the cult classic, Sorted Lives. Sorted Lives. No. Well, they 
finally, 17 years later, there's a sequel called A Very a Very Sorted Wedding. Mm-hmm. We were the first people to see this movie outside and of the team. And we had the first crazy. interview on um, yeah. on Martini Lounge about this. So it's kind of a really cool thing. Um, and you can, of course, listen to that on iTunes and Podbean. Yeah. Um, and he loves the station here. And yeah. he has been nothing but supportive to us amazing, over the last few man. years. He... Uh, Came on, mm-hmm. he's been on our show about three times, mm-hmm. I guess. So what's fun about that is we didn't realize we were going to be the only people. And it was just this week, so it was exciting to have seen the movie. It doesn't even come out until March. Right. And right. they had just finished editing it and they sent it right over to us. So we got to yeah. watch it the it's day the before we- It's the first screener we that they have. spoke yeah. to him. And I have to say, if you're a big fan mm-hmm. of Sorted Lives, Which the original- you Or the TV series that came out on Logo shortly after- uh, they really delivered. Mm-hmm. They really delivered they for fans. So it was, I think they've done, I mean, it's always scary when you have a movie that's a hit and you're going to do a sequel ever right. worried. Right. Everybody's sitting there like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, but and, and it turned out well, and I yeah, think um, I would reference all of you if you if you want to find more. Uh, it is available on iTunes, like we said, yeah. and Podbeam, and honestly, wherever podcasts are found under yeah. the Martini Lounge. Um, all I have to say is one name, and that is Whoopi Goldberg. Um, <gasps> that's all you get. Right? That's your yeah, teaser. Yeah. Go listen so when to the movie's more. released, you have to because we didn't have any idea. So no I'm just idea. Saying, yeah. We don't want to ruin that that's movie. It. That's it. For I'm just saying for anyone. No. <laughs> but that was a fun movie and a fun experience. Mm-hmm. All in all, it was. so it was you know, nice. sometimes we do fun things. You know what else yes. we we get to do that we enjoy? Theater. Uh, we will go to the theater. Basically, we, we basically we'll go to any theater and just. We'll tell you if we think it's bad, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we want to tell everybody, of course, happened. because we support local theater all the way. Civic uh, has is still playing, if you want something to do in Spokane, uh, Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike is still playing through February 19th. We went to opening mm-hmm. night at this, did not realize that Molly Allen from Dave Ken and Molly, right. she, is, she, she plays, plays Masha. Masha. And I didn't realize that when we were there because the whole time I'm like, she's my favorite character. Right. She does such a good job. This actress is doing Mm -hmm. brilliant. Then we find out after, oh, that's because it's Molly Allen. Yeah. I've never seen her act. I realize her family. I didn't know she acted. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. It was so good. So you still have a chance if you would like to go to Life Theater. That Mm -hmm. is still playing at the Civic through the 19th of February. So you have some time. That's this week is your last chance. We highly recommend it. it. This was uh, one of our favorites, I think, this Mm -hmm. year. Um, It it, it has that humorous note. It um, definitely deals with um, some deeper subjects, of course. But it's fun. It's really fun. fun. Hey, and one of the guys... Is in his underwear for part. You of get it, so. to see someone in his underwear for a, I know. A, a good chunk. A good chunk of it. A good chunk. And he's a good actor on top yeah. of it. So oh. eye candy is, and it's funny. So you know, yeah. that's what you can do. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Something else that opened. Uh, it opened this weekend. Uh, was a little night music. Sondheim's a little night music yes. with Abby Crawford, yes. who is a friend of our shows, has been oh, on a few times. Her. She's actually in the show. Mm-hmm. She's the leading lady. Right. She sings the iconic, beautiful Sondheim song, yes. Send in the Clowns. Yes. That is, it opened this weekend. It goes through March 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to see that there's show, a, there's an option for exactly. you. Exactly. There's a while for you to see it. There's a big window. I know. Um, and, and you should. I hear it's worth it. We're going to go see it next week. Mm-hmm. Um but I have no doubt it's worth it because the talent, oh, right, right on the right. money. Anything exactly. with Abby in it, you're you're set. Anything yeah. Abby directs, we're well, in. And we yeah. got a sneak peek of um, her performing, you know, "Send in the Clowns" at oh. uh, the Civic reveal for the next season. Their yeah. their little gala, um, and she did such a great job oh. that I, I just for that, brilliant. Um, I'm really excited, but of course for. 
Um, the whole performance. I great. know it's going to be mm-hmm. so amazing. So there's another option. Hey, if you want to uh, to support another local theater, Stage Left. It's mm-hmm. uh, the little theater on Third, as we called it last week. And I yes. I really think that they should uh, call it Theater on Third. That's just right. It has a it has a good ring to it. I finally saw the flashy sign. They have a new sign. It lights up. Yes. And does it. Yeah. It's, they yeah. did it. It's a great sign. It is. Uh, yeah. They're they they're doing good work out there. Um. Mm-hmm. And of course they have uh, Fast and the Furious. Um, and has the final show today. So I think they did one yesterday. Now yeah. at two today, they're also having on, which is kind of like a, a quick, um, uh, what is it called? Reading. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Reader's yeah. Theater. Yeah, basically. Reader's Theater. Yeah. And that's that can always be fun. One it's of my so favorite fun. things about getting involved in a new theater project, or even if, mm-hmm. if I write a script, my favorite moment is to have a bunch of actors come together and we read it out loud because you got you get to feel it come to life. Right. And it's right. before you stage anything, and it's kind of a very raw, fun. It uh, is really raw. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. that's one of my favorite things. I would just, it, when I was younger, and I didn't have a lot of theater friends yet, I would just make my friends get mm-hmm. together. Like, let's, and my favorite thing was to go buy some scripts. Neil Simon was my favorite. Yeah. And just read yeah. together, because it can get hysterical yeah. and so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's something so. fun to do together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Cold reading can mm-hmm. be... It's a way to get over fear of cold reading. Uh, true. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'll I, tell you, I hate Me cold too. reading. Me too. I hate it. So that's if why I, auditions are painful. Right? Exactly. And that's why if I know even a little bit about what the show is, I go and read the script first. Yes. And I'm like, I'm prepared at least one time through. Because you want to walk in with some sense so, of exactly. character. Yeah. Right. Right. And well, what's worse is when you go to audition for a show and they yeah. don't use pieces from the show to and audition. They, always they give do you that. little other things. Always do that. I know. It's That's funny. why if you're an actor, just learn as much theater and yeah. um, musical theater and all of that and, and, and engulf yourself in it. Exactly. So you know. Exactly. I know. I love it. Now, mm-hmm. a show that's coming at the end of this month Woo-hoo. to Spokane. We love it when Best of Broadway brings their shows through to the IMB yeah. Performing Arts Center. They're bringing one we've been waiting for a year for. Yes, we've been waiting for a while. I know. So Kinky Boots is finally coming to Spokane. Yes. Uh, they it is February twenty eighth through March fifth is what my notes are supposed to say. Mm-hmm. They do say eighth, but that's not true. No, they're not. So here February twenty eighth through March fifth, you can go to IMB Performing Arts Center and uh, see Kinky Boots and. It just first of all the it's run it's won so many Tonys. Cindy Lauper, of course, wrote mm-hmm. the all of the songs. Mm-hmm. Harvey Firestein, he wrote the book. Right. So they have these great powerhouses, and it's based off a, a British movie that yeah. I saw before it was ever rumored to be a a, a musical. Uh, musical. And yeah. it was, and I love British film. Right. And so it's based off of this great true story, honestly, mm-hmm. that happened. So actually. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to go and see it. Me uh, neither. I know. It's going to be a hoot and a half. And yes. it, I mean, kinky boots. Come on. I know. Come on. It, it, every every gay man should want to see it, right. first of all. But also, it's going to be such a good performance, I think. It is. I mean, and what <laughs> what better theater mm-hmm. than bringing White Collar yeah. with pair it with the drag queen of all drag queens right and that's theater yeah <laughs> i mean <That> right <laughs> right there that definition of exactly theater. Yeah. we'll and we'll actually, be there at one of those nights i know so uh yeah if you listen there's always lots of theater mm-hmm. to go to in spokane we support it 100 percent. there you go if you want some things to do and and if you don't know what to do in spokane googling always a helpful <laughs> a helpful thing now we are going to in just a few minutes speak to one of the actors that is with the traveling tour of uh, Kinky Boots, Aaron Walpole. and um, But before we do that, I think we should take a little song break. I think we should. Um, today, obviously, uh, or just recently, uh, Grammy noms were um, 
announced. So we're going to be playing a few of those because why not? And we love all of these songs. So this is going to be Ariana Grande with Dangerous Woman. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. And that was, of course, the amazing... Ariana Grande. She's up for a Grammy. They just announced the Grammy nominations. That song. Well, they, no, they didn't just announce it because it's tonight, actually, isn't it? So they announced them back. Uh, a while. I know. I know. I see. That and that's what I meant. For, yeah. But right. <laughs> whatever. Um, that song makes me feel like a bad girl. I know. And listen, I was thinking while, while we we're listening yeah. to that and we're singing in the studio, how many <laughs> yes. straight men catch themselves singing that song? Because I'm sorry, it's an amazing song. So you know, there's straight guys in the car. Singing, I feel like a dangerous yeah. woman, and I'm like, that's awesome. Actually, <laughs> I would like to make a video with like construction workers and white because the song's so good. Just a bunch of guys singing makes me feel like a I, dangerous woman. <laughs> yes, yes, because I think that's brilliant. That's hilarious. I, you know what? I want guys to have like I want an all men's choir singing this. Right. Uh, the that's Seattle what I men's want. Needs there to you go. Song. There you go. Or um, what's the one? What's the, in San Francisco? Daniel Franzisi is part of it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. When I, he was on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he talked about his um, the choir experience, mm-hmm. and, and he does he does fun work. Plus, he loves to do um, parodies of Sam Smith songs. Uh, okay, so and I fine. love <laughs> I love a good parody. Yeah, right. they make me happy. <laughs> Speaking of parodies, today you showed um, <laughs> the greatest parody of um, "Hello by Adele," which was. Um, yeah, <laughs> the workout workout. The, it version. was yeah. I don't want to work out. <laughs> I don't want to work uh, out. Yeah, and I love it. Hello, uh, what was it? Hello, cravings for fries. Yeah. you know all of the. The only time I run is for the ice cream truck. Yeah, and, it's great. And it's done it's by a man and his wife, and they are hilarious. It, it was pretty good. And my sister sent that to me because all of us, in, <laughs> all of us kids in the family, there's I four of that. us. We're all on this new. Mm-hmm. Let's be healthy. Let's live longer. Good. Which is beautiful. So that she is beautiful. Goes, she sent it to all of us. And say, yeah. I feel like we're all probably feeling this right now. I'm like, you aren't kidding. And you know what's funny? The winter time is especially um, a, yes. a big, uh, a, a big cause of that because right. people don't want to go outside. You don't well, want to go and running. All you want to do is Just, eat yeah. carbs and hibernate. Thank you. Right. Thank you. The fact when I even lose a pound, I am just so excited because I know how hard that was. E- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations on the pound. Right. I, love that. I know. Um, I know. I I really feel like we're both doing so well. I, yeah. That's my favorite thing. When one person yeah. is so far away from the other person, but they want to share in right. their success because right. you're doing amazing, I'm and tr- you I'm have trying, been yeah. for quite a while now mm-hmm. because you you have a whole plan. You're very disciplined. Yes. So I'm just gonna go on that bandwagon. Like we are both. <laughs> We are both doing yeah. so well. We, our fitness goals are excelling. <laughs> I lost uh, a pound. Yeah. Hey, and listen. And you're doing good too, though. I don't want you to feel bad. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll pull you up at any moment I can, as long as that don't mean you drag me down. Okay. I know All that right. is true. That is <laughs> no. true. Um, no, but here's fantastic. the time, people. What's great about the sunshine starting to peek right. through is right. it does give you more motivation. It does to do things. And listen, we're all about on the show every year mm-hmm. for the past four years. We really. We haven't. We didn't do it this year, yeah. uh, but we pick a goal. Remember when we ran the 5K? 
that was impressive. That was a big all thing. around, except for Kurt, who um, decided to fake uh, <laughs> what a, a disease a to go to a heart his failure. Like you go to die. the yeah, go to the ER. Okay, right. doctors know I want to see it. I know. Yeah, so that I know we almost killed him. <laughs> I know. Uh, we and we we always do the healthy shows at the beginning of the year. So we, we had like mm-hmm. worked with the American Diabetes Association. Which we worked with the. We did the five. The five k was for brain tumor. Yeah, American brain tumor um, association. Brain tumor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we and then we've we've had on, of course, dietitians. Uh, always trying to do. Yeah, we're always like, and we know the whole like New Year's resolution thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people really want to get healthy, so we kind of we kind of did our own spin on that and gave you some goals. And and I we know. actually asked people to join us from the community, and we had a few. Yeah, we go did, run actually, it with us, and that's fun. Um, so this year, even though we're not uh, here, we are still out in your. community community still very active mm-hmm. we're now our new goal this year is that we are going to be eating healthier and mm-hmm. actually taking an active form in our lives to just it, it can be little things yeah but just do things that that encourage you to just be healthier as a human being mm-hmm. um we try to do the whole body mind soul thing here yeah. uh take care of the full self but we encourage you love. we have some yeah. friends who just joined move uh fitness mm-hmm. and uh we adore them um so Chase and Chris are there, and I love it. And they actually talking to them made me want to go back to the gym. Good, because I have good, my gym membership, good, good. and it's been probably a month since yeah. I've been there. Uh, but you know, so those things. So hey, look for for friends out there. Look for people to pair up with, and mm-hmm. my sisters. And I love having my family involved. My my sister, of course, just did the whole thirty uh, with her diet, and it's a very right, it's right. her doctor or her her husband's doctor put them on it but it was 30 days of this very no additives no mm-hmm. added sugars mm-hmm. very natural which is really reboot. good especially especially if you have um diabetes yeah, yes that's a really actually good so many things yeah. if you you know it reboots your system yeah. and so they finished it awesome. and then she in a not so subtle way uh sent me the book in the mail and <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, like, okay she girl. cares for you yeah, she right? does <laughs> and i love it and they've done so well Good. and so yeah. it's exciting yeah well and and you know i think that if food is obviously one part of it but then it's simple things like you mentioned going back to the gym but even like um when you and i were at the furball there was the video uh, yeah. uh the heartbreaking video <gasps> of the guy um, who he, was struggling with you know weight loss and depression and everything and, and diabetes he, and diabetes. So he went to the uh, to the shelter to the dog shelter, got a dog who became um, his best friend, and they went on walks together and right. they helped each other out. And because he the dog motivated him to go out and run. He found a way and, to make it about exactly. taking care of the dog when yes. it was good for him. When too. it was good for him, but too. as long as he could look yeah. at it as no, I need to do yeah. this because my dog needs exercise. Right. And 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 in that he you know the depression um, was you know he got help for that and his diabetes. Um, diabetes was reversed reversed yeah he took control of his life yeah which that's exciting to me because diabetes can be scary for everyone who has it i and especially if you've had it over a decade like i have Mm -hmm. it can be scary there are some scary things to deal with so it's important to care enough now sergey yeah you helped me get my dog i did like three years i did roscoe and he i need him he's beautiful and amazing but he is not going to motivate me (laughs) because he doesn't want to go out. No, because <laughs> I feel like you and him are uh, two birds of a feather. You guys, I mean, you guys yeah. are just going to lounge like, around and yeah. not do it. I He's love like, that. He's like, Papa, you want to lay on the couch? <laughs> Papa, do you want to watch but, Netflix and eat pasta? But can I'm you okay blame Roscoe? No. He has <laughs> legs that are two inches right. long. He's a little toxic. He's a little tiny guy. Here's the thing, though, and I love him to death, and he's on a weight 
control yeah, thing. Like he's we, also we on the watch Whole30 his diet. diet we watch his diet closely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because when he's in control of his diet, yeah. everything is eaten. Right. I mean, things that shouldn't be eaten, he will just eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a tennis ball. So, right? Yeah. So I'm excited to, now that it's getting sunny and to take him out for walks. He right. hates me right. when we do it. And there are moments, like you have to pace him. You have to work him up. And right. if you have gone even a foot too far, then he sits down because he's stubborn and then he won't move. Oh and my god! He just stares at you, and at that time, you only have one option: carry him um, to pick him up yeah. and go home. Because, because wow. he's seriously when he's done, he's done. He's Roscoe, like, nope, I, nope. I see where I see. Okay, and he I know loves where he gets walks, that from. but he has to work. Like I used to take yeah. him on three mile walks. Oh my god! But you had to work him up to it. That's and he I mean, loved that's good it when we were doing but wow. it. But wow, yeah. So poor guy. But what my favorite thing is, then I take him home, and he is so. Mm-hmm. exhausted mm-hmm. that he'll lay on his back which he never does on the <laughs> oh. couch and snore poor guy poor <laughs> guy like, poor guy i'm out yeah. i'm exhausted papa you kill me but that's the but thing is 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 with dogs they have so much energy and mm-hmm. you know that's great and it's it's such a like yeah. oh yay you're yeah. you're gonna work me up but you have to you have to put that energy into walks or playing fetch yes. or going to the park and he loves to play exactly yeah so yeah. I li- and so it is actually to, after talking about that that video that we saw mm-hmm. Furball, which is the Humane Society's right. a yearly right. annual benefit mm-hmm. to keep them going because they've been That's on before. Amazing. It takes amazing. a lot to do that. Yeah. Um, it does make me happy to think about Roscoe right. being healthy, right. so it does motivate you. Yeah. To well, take and, care of him. and what was it called? It was like um, uh, mutual rescue or. Um, bas- right, because it was yeah, it was like rescued each other because the dog no. rescued the owner too. I know oh, it was beautiful. It makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I was so my my cried. little Roscoe. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna use him as motivation this year. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Because he does need to. I mean, come I, on, baby. Yeah. He is. I'm yeah. like, baby, you are rolling. He's he's, he's a little barrel. <laughs> he is, and his favorite thing oh, to do when we play, yeah. like with his favorite little Kong, is mm-hmm. to run around, and then he wants you to roll him, and he'll roll over the floor, <laughs> and that's his favorite <laughs> thing. To do. That's it a makes sign. Me I'm like, that's a wow. sign. Yeah. <laughs> buddy, we need if, to work on that. If your dog or cat, I guess, <laughs> likes to be rolled across the floor, probably start a diet plan. <laughs> like oh, that now. is <laughs> the so, whole thirty. <laughs> all of this to tell people, come on. Oh, boy. The boys try to do something yeah. healthy every year. Join us. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. One of our things we've done is also mentally, we've had on Damon L. Jacobs. Yes, mental our health. Our yeah. favorite uh, therapist out of Manhattan. And that's been a fun because we've had lots of interesting right. conversations over the last year mm-hmm. about mental health. Mm-hmm. We actually had an amazing dinner. We did. This week with, uh, of course, one of our favorite interns, Kat, mm-hmm. who is, is, is still hanging out with us. And her mom is a doctor. Um, is it she's over? Yeah, she's over she's in Eastern State um, Health. Yes, and she's Hospital. brilliant. So we got to have uh, dinner with uh, her yeah. and her daughter Kat, and and talk about some mental health things because as we've talked on the show, we we yeah. got to be better. It, our country, um, and maybe it's it's worldwide. Our society is not very good at dealing with mental health right no. now. I don't think we've we like to we've sweep reached them under that the rug threshold yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you know something that. We're kind of aware of, I think, but really hits home when you when you kind of look at the facts. Is that the biggest provider of mental health services are prisons and jails? And yeah, we I mean because we talked that's about where that we put them. at the dinner, right? Yeah, and they're not equipped for that. No, they're no, not. They're, they're not, not trained how do you for survive it. That? They're not. And yeah, and what do you do? I mean, right. you know, a pers- a big percentage mm-hmm. of our homeless population Absolutely. has mental illness, Absolutely. but we don't deal with that. Yeah, and then crime rates sometimes happen uh, with mentally ill individuals or people get thrown in jail due to things that isn't a crime but it right. they are acting erratically and instead right. of 
being able to recognize this is a mm-hmm. a mental issue mm-hmm. that we need to, to speak to and we need to help with. We throw them in jail where they get no help whatsoever. Then we release them and it's just the same circular. Right, right, exactly. Uh, logic on it. Well, and and I think that's a big proponent of smart justice, which um, we've talked to Andrew Biviano. He is, of course, the Spokane County Democrats chair right now. Yes, um, very active. But he's a big proponent of smart justice, which is kind of that. It's limiting, um, first of all, who is in our prison system um, mm-hmm. and lowering incarceration rates, um, especially because a lot of them are just, you know, they, they just need help. They just yes. need psychological help or some therapy or or a place for them to, to grow and exist on their own kind of thing. Yes. And, yes. and, and it's kind of that proponent of um, let's put more money into these health services and mental health institutions versus putting them all into jail and yes. you know doing that that's not a good well, route already for them. our our uh, prison system is overrun it's, the population exactly. is, t- is greater than yeah. we can handle yeah. right now so we need to be looking at why and then where yes. what is really going on mm-hmm. and if we can get our mental addressing our mental health in this country into a better yeah. way yeah. then it does alleviate some of that pressure on right. our justice system um, because we're dealing with what really needs to be dealt with mm-hmm. you know we talk a lot about how we end up dealing with symptoms and never get down to to the core issues yeah. i talk about that a lot when we yeah. talk about minimum wage um, we're not dealing with what the real problem is and therefore Address the whole picture, right? we're exactly. perpetuating exactly. the issue that we're so frustrated about. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're never going to bother to deal with the real core issue, well, be prepared to continue to yeah. be frustrated. Yeah, so, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, it's a systematic problem. And, um, you know, I, I still don't understand why someone um, who is arrested for possession of marijuana can have such a long term a, a long prison t- sentence versus someone who is convicted of sexual assault, right, or anything like that. Right. that I mean, if you're if you're in a state that still has criminalized uh, marijuana or right. or, or uh, recreational pot usage, maybe all you need well, is like community service or something, right. or maybe you just need to legalize it. Hello, I know. I was going to say, well, we're in a country right exactly. now. Exactly, that, that is. Fighting thank goodness about we're that. not in the state, but the federal hasn't come along. But yet. We, we so disrespect our women that sexual assault yes. is not it's, a priority for I mean, right. why is it that they can serve, you know, six months or, or a year even? That's not long enough. And yeah. then just go out and be free to, to, right. to, to go exactly. again, go at it. And how is it that we can have a huge case like what happened in California mm-hmm. last year? Mm-hmm. And how we were up in arms and then he was released and we're in, now we're just, we forgot about it. And right. It's not a big deal. Right. So when that was such a spotlight on the problem that is the sentencing it when it comes to, to rapists. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that was yeah. appalling, but now we don't talk about it. Yeah. Well, and just, um, I think it was just this summer that there was a sting operation in Spokane that targeted specifically um, uh, child sexual abusers. Yes. yes. Um, and basically, it was a a fake Craigslist ad posted by a police officer mm-hmm. that kind of invited them um, into yeah. into a house and said, "Hey, my um, the fake ad said, hey, my uh, I want to expose my children to this kind of thing.'" And it was a mom saying that kind of right. thing, supposedly. Um, oh, and so it lured over a, a thousand responses, and I think it was sixteen people actually showed up. Yeah. Um, at yeah. which point they were, you know, taken into custody and. Um, but it was how, like our own version. How of is that OK? Exactly. Mm-hmm. How is that OK? And how are these people just I mean, how are we letting them go again? Yes. Yeah, so 
quickly. Where's the, where, so what's the solution? With no follow-up, you know? yeah. really. Yeah. There's no check and balance. There's not. In the system. Right. Yeah. Listen, there's a lot of, I mean, you just have to wake hey. up every day. There's a lot of problems <laughs> there in are. our country. There are. I have to say, speaking of a lot of problems in our country, I have to say one of the things that I loved on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. yes, I watch it because it's they're great. hysterical, is... Uh, they have a sketch where Donald Trump, played by Alec Baldwin, is in people's court because he's voting. <laughs> yeah. He wants to uh, sue the judges right, who right. said that, no, his travel ban would not be upheld at this time. Um, and it's the judge that says, for once, you got, you're working so fast, Donald. I just want one day off. Just one day where I don't wake up and get a CNN alert that freaks me out for the rest of the day. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because Actually. my phone... <laughs> gives me oh, alerts my, from oh, news stories it's painful and it is very yeah. it i can't handle it mm-hmm, like sometimes mm-hmm. there's so many alerts yeah. on my phone that i'm like i'm i just want to hyperventilate and hide under my desk right. at work because he needs to slow his roll just slow, a little bit yeah, yeah actually slow your roll like, i mean mm, maybe stop. be better maybe be meryl be meryl hashtag hashtag be meryl be that's, meryl. that's our um, movement right but yeah, there's a lot going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, as you said, systemic issues mm-hmm. in this country that we do need to start addressing. Because here's the thing. I know that there's a lot of them. I yeah. get that. Yeah. But if you start nowhere, then it's nothing extra. ever begins to change. Right. So you have to start mm-hmm. in order to finish. So get on the starting blocks. Yes. Because we got some work to do. Oh. And what is heartening is that so many are continuing. We have... We had a protest uh, for Planned Parenthood to support Planned Parenthood yeah, yesterday. Yeah, just yesterday morning. Nine, 9 to 11, it was downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are still happening. People are like, wow, we can't believe that people are still motivated right. people are showing after up to support. a month yes. of this. Yes. And I'm like, that's because this is important. These, it's exactly. because there are a lot of things and we can no longer mm-hmm. change. And I mentioned mm-hmm. Meryl, and I want to say she accepted an ally award at the Human Rights Campaign. And she had a, a a quote that really spoke to us that I wanted to say because it's true. And in her speech, she said, if we live through this precarious moment, if his catastrophic instinct to retaliate doesn't lead us to nuclear winter, we will have much to thank this president for because he will have woken us up to how fragile freedom really is. And that's the, it mm-hmm. gives me chills mm-hmm. to say it because the truth is, that's truth. Yeah. Freedom is not a, a blanket thing that's given freely. Mm-hmm. Freedom was hard fought, and we've been lucky to live in the era that we do so far away from the fight it took to get it right. that we could take it for granted. But the thing is, it can be taken away from you just as quickly. Mm-hmm. Just because you had the fake... Uh, not the fake news. Just because you had the fake security. Right. That, oh, every day I live in a free country. Every day right now, I wake up and I look to see, listen, Jeff Sessions, Senator Jeff Sessions, is now our attorney general. Right. Or as someone said, is now our new confederate general. Wait, I mean, I mean, attorney (laughs) general. Listen, he, our rights as minorities all rights of minorities, we all need rights to of pay people, attention period. because equality mm-hmm. is under attack. It is. It is. And so we need to be aware of these things and realize our freedoms that were hard won can easily break down and be yeah. taken if we allow it to happen. And, and listen, a, yeah. we allowed crazy 
this it happened he's there yeah. we allowed it to happen and yeah. and i think you know there's fault in everybody um for either not doing enough or right um on both sides for, for going for going for on him. our side yeah. as individuals on hey, people who who voted for him on right. democrats on republicans right. everybody because yeah. it's it's a culture that allowed mm-hmm. This in the office. And you know right. what? What is one of the phrases of we things. live by? When you realize you've hired crazy, you escort crazy to the door. Mm-hmm. Guess what, America? We hired crazy. Time to escort <laughs> crazy to the door. <laughs> exactly. However that however you want to do that. I know. However you want to exactly. do that. Exactly. Okay, do you want to take a break? Um, I think I think we should. Um, since uh, you know, I don't think we're getting a call in for uh, <laughs> Kinky, Kinky boots. boots. That's okay, that's okay. Um, he's rehearsing or Apparently something. Apparently, he sure. might. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is going to be uh, Kelly Clarkson's piece by piece because it's also uh, Grammy nom, and it's and beautiful. We love the song. Yeah. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, eighty-eight point one and ninety-two point three FM. This is outspoken. I'm really glad that piece by piece is up for a Grammy. She did yep. uh, this song live on American Idol or one of the singing shows and just everybody was in tears because she did a slower version. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful song. I love yeah. her. Yeah. She's amazing. I love when we get the award shows and celebrate the art. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I for for a while though, um the Grammys, not to throw any shade, not to throw mm. any shade, have mm. just kind of been I feel like subpar. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to recognize art and there's definitely good artists on there, yeah. but some of it is like, well, why? Well, you know, it's a why is it's why a is lot like the happening. I think every award show has mm-hmm. something to be better at. I, uh, yeah, the Oscars are always except uh, the Tonys. The Tonys are Tonys perfect. Are amazing. Tonys, Tonys are amazing and, and beautiful. I don't. Yeah, the it, Oscars are very mm. whitewashed, but so is Hollywood. Exactly. Um. So you know, it's fascinating. We all we have a lot of work to do just yeah. as people. Yeah. So, right. but it is fun when good things get. Get the recognition right, exactly, uh, exactly that they they deserve. I was remembering a quote, another quote Meryl Streep shared at another speech. I just love listening to her speak. Period. She's just an amazing woman. But she talked about she was really good friends with uh, Carrie Fisher, mm, and of yeah, course it was hard right. on her, obviously, as it would be anybody who oh, who yeah. knows someone who passes no, away. Carrie. And he said, she said, Carrie would always tell me all the time, if it breaks your heart, make it art. You know, I it's a that. very cheesy lo- statement, it's but true. it's very true. It's the only way to process things mm-hmm. that are, you know. Yeah. And it's a very, it can be a very um, motivational way to begin a change that needs to happen. Yeah. Well, and I you think know. as humans, we all are artists in our own ways. And that, you know, our, our expression of, you know, that pain or, or whatever um, naturally comes from art, whatever your art is, you know, whether it's, you know, building robots or, you know, writing songs right, or right. painting pictures. And, you know, no matter how much like the, the day-to-day jobs like drab it out of you yeah. and convince you and that you're can. not an artist, yeah. you are. And I think that's beautiful to take that pain and to create something. And you, <laughs> I love that you always say this uh, <laughs> so wrong expression of when... <laughs> oh, yes. I blame my <laughs> yeah, sister for it's, this, it's too. Um, well, what is it? Uh, it <laughs> when something breaks, it comes back stronger? Yeah. Is, is yes, that it? Which is a beautiful sentiment. And I want to believe that. That you ripped from my head because you were like, I can't let you say that anymore. It's not, it's not true. true. As an engineer, I need you to know. It cannot be true. Well, my favorite, well, this is, so this is our friendship. This cracks 
yeah. Good. So I love my sister very much. Right. My sister Rebecca told this to me. Oh, this boy. was so I'm dealing with the passing of my friend Tim who oh, passed away yeah, a few months yeah, back. I'm, I'm sorry. I was You were no, I thought it was <laughs> perfect for our friendship that we can just go there. So yeah. we're driving to yeah. his memorial <laughs> yeah. service and I'm like my sister, she just sent me this beautiful <laughs> meme that talks about when it's, when it's broken, it can come back stronger. And you, it was the best. It's like your brain broke yeah. in that moment. And you're like, okay, but I need you to know that that's not true. You know that's not true, right? <laughs> you were so concerned sorry, Jonathan, mm. that I believed this. You're like, you know, though, that that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's about the thought. <laughs> Well, you know, hey, whatever no, makes you feel good or better, if you no, need it, now I'll let you have we it. use that to each other all the time. Uh, well, remember, it's so great it, if it's broken. It, yeah, but you know what? A more beautiful way of saying this, I want to know. Be- I want to know. Is um, I I read a little a little snippet about how in Japanese culture when um a vase or a play or something breaks, yes. they fill it in with gold. That's and what that she makes was talking art. about. Right. Yes. It's not stronger. It's beautiful because it's art. Yes. And yes. also because you had, uh, yes. you're you rich enough to use gold to fill in the cracks. So if you're rich exactly. enough to make art with it, do it. What I got from that lesson was if it's broken, it comes back structurally unsound, so throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jonathan, yeah. what I'm saying to you yeah. is it's over. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. You need I think, to just give up. I think your car has proven that to you <laughs> multiple oh my times. Gosh. It's not coming back stronger, it Jonathan. Is not. It is not coming back Every stronger. week it's a new... It's it, My it's car is, yeah. is the president. It, oh. Every week it's a new issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. Girl, like, you. now I'm getting Jeez. things that's telling me, like, the tire pressure's off. I'm like, you better be lying. Because here's the other thing. My warning signs also lie. Right. It likes to tell me just after I gas up that I'm sure. running out of gas. And That's I'm like, <laughs> unless someone siphoned my tank, that can't be true. And that could be a, a reality for right. you. Yeah. But because my gas gauge doesn't work, I rely on the mm-hmm. alert. And so now I'm mad at it right. because right. it's no longer accurate. Because remember, nothing in my car actually works. I See, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a safety hazard. My <laughs> yes, my car is yeah. an overall safety hazard. See, my it's a recall. My car. I, I mean, it's great, but my car, just like me, I think it learned is a drama queen. It is so <laughs> dramatic because I'll be driving it's not and <laughs> right, I'll be driving and it's like. Uh, like in the summer when it was uh, like 90 degrees, I get in my car and my car's like, it's 130 degrees. And you're like, it's, it's not, <laughs> honey, I know, but it's not. And then <laughs> I know it feels like I, it. I know. I, I get it. I, I feel you. <laughs> and then in the winter when it's like like eight degrees, it's like negative 17. And I'm like, it's, girl, no. Girl, it, calm down. Girl, it's I'm not. It really you. isn't. Like, you're just fine. Breathe. <laughs> yeah, just breathe. You're ooh. fine. Your car is a drama queen. It's a queen. drama queen. It's so, <laughs> Why yeah. are you in this car right now you will freeze know. to death and it has like the indicator and then a big thing pops up too and it's just like outside temperature negative 14 like it's it, no way is it like, that that's not true the, the water not. has me- it's melting outside <laughs> it's melting outside prius okay <laughs> right i know i still want uh, your drag queen car i still want it's it. a drag yeah, queen. yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna get it's my pre- own yeah, my pre <laughs> <laughs> and mine i'm trying to think of what <laughs> it would be yeah I don't know if there is any. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's my poor car. It's a hobo. Let's it, be honest. It is. It's, it's, it's duct taped. It's, mm, it's, it's duct tape. It's, I know. You know it, it basically has a it? big sign that says donations. I need I, <laughs> anything helps. You know, every day I'm like, did someone steal it so I can call the insurance company? Did that happen? Did someone? They ask, won't. Girl, they'll the they'll pay you out like twenty bucks. Best moment is when a coworker calls me. Mm-hmm. And she's like. 
Jonathan, yeah. I just ran into your car. And I was like, how can you tell? <laughs> She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, actually, don't worry about it. I'll go look. But I really yeah. don't know because it was the back of my car. And yeah. I'm like, I really don't know how you know that something happened. <laughs> and I went out later. I don't know where you thought you hit. Yeah. Because it all it all <laughs> looks still bad. And she was still running. I'm like, you know, oh, boy. Yeah, you probably helped her out. Yeah. Gave her a few more. Exactly. Readjusted exactly. her. You know, M- move that bumper. Yeah. I remember um, we, you and I went to Seattle one time on your car, which was a terrible right? mistake. It was. Um, and what and at that idea? point, the, the back of your bumper just started <laughs> waving behind us at tail. one point. It was, it was a, a tail. tail. Yeah. And and uh, people were driving past us and being like, oh, oh and like fix right. that. and. Had to pull over and duct tape it. We would pull over about every half an hour. Every half hour to retape. To retape. I actually have mm-hmm. pictures on my phone somewhere mm-hmm. of you taping my car <laughs> as we made our way. You and know, we made it. We did make it. And the things you go through um, <laughs> to get to Seattle for something. I don't even remember it, what oh, it was. It was for the horrible oh. conference I had to go to. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a free mind. hotel. and yeah, so it, was a, it was a stay. You know, yeah. It was fun. That part worked. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Girl, I tell you. Well, okay, so now we're done. So thank you for listening. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We have a no, whole new uh, a whole a hour lie. coming up. Actually, with a fun interview. A fun interview. We talked to Isabella Gomez a while back from um, A Day at a Time, which is the revival of One uh, Day at a Time. Oh. Love this song. Um, which is kind of a revival of Norman Lear's uh, original One Day at a Time. It is, yeah. And, and Norman Lear is there on yeah. set. 94 year old Norman he's Lear still, is he's on still set going every day. For it. Yeah. yeah, and dealing with social issues like he mm-hmm. he did all through, uh, you know. Hey, we need it. Seventies, eighties, we need it. Sixties, all of it. Right, right. I know. So it's and exciting. So yeah, we have on another actor. Yeah, Todd uh, Grinnell. Grinnell. That's it. I always want to say Todd Graham, and I don't know who that is. I, I don't know a either. Person. Um, I actually think that might Todd be Grinnell. related to Billy Graham. So we don't want to talk to okay. him. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Graham. Who knows? Yeah. Here's the thing. Um. He's what's exciting about this is I love the show. Anyways, we've watched the show. It's it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So I'm excited to have Todd Grinnell. He is what I think is the scariest thing, which is right. he is taking on the role of Schneider. And if you ever watched the original, like I did in our household, Schneider is one of the original characters. So he's taking on a role that it Fill that some people shoes, yeah. loved mm-hmm. so much, and he's reinventing him in a new way. And so that had to have been a lot of pressure, right? I will say Schneider's sexier now yeah. than, he, than he was back <laughs> he's, in the 70s. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty good looking. I like yeah, Schneider. Yeah, because yeah. if you, you need to Google the original Schneider, great actor. Like a side-by-side. Side. Do, do a little side-by-side. Side. I'm just no. saying. Yeah. I'm glad we updated that. I really wanted Schneider to be gay. Yeah, but it, uh, alas. It, you know, some people have to be right. straight. You I mean, know. I guess that's a thing. Someone has to get that, <laughs> the burden, the burden. Right? For real. <laughs> I mean, it's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely be talking to him about that. And and kind of the experience, like, um, what is it like? And we talked to Isabella about this, too. What is it like working with Norman Lear? A who, legend. Who, yeah, after all these years is still um, still doing these amazing projects and, yeah. you know, working on and Netflix and everything. And I've heard him in interviews yeah. uh, recently, so mm-hmm. he's still very much... Yeah. On fire. Like yeah. very much has a lot to say. And you know what I want to find out? What's fascinating is of course the, yeah. the, the reboot of One Day at a Time has to do with the Cuban immigrant family um mm-hmm. who immigrated from Cuba and the grandma abuela. She abuela. uh oh my gosh, she came in, you know, when she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And so what's gonna be fascinating is now with the whole 
immigration situation in the right, U.S. Right. Um, how Norman Lear plans to approach that because he's not afraid of those things. Mm-mm. So I'm interested in asking Todd if he's excited and and you know I expect them because they are critically acclaimed as well as. Um, really great ratings on Netflix. So I'm excited to find out when season two is announced yes. what's going to happen on season two. So I expe- I fully expect them to announce there will be a season two. But I, when I we agree. last yeah. talked to Isabella Gomez, she said they didn't know yet. So we're going to ask Todd. Yeah. Find out, hey, is it out yet? But again, it's only... It, it debuted January 6th. So I, well, yeah, it's, it's only it's a month early. now. It's a little early. <laughs> but we would like to know. Yeah. Like, as soon as I binge watch a show, mm-hmm. I want to know if it's going to be on season yeah. two. And recently, you've been binge watching a lot. Yeah. I have because yeah. there are other things not happening in my life. That's so okay. I've well, got to do that. That's good. That's good. Well, um, new show mm-hmm. I've begun to binge. Yeah. On. Go ahead. Ma- the Magicians. The Magicians, huh? Yes. Is it good? I have to say this it yeah. took me a couple of episodes to get over the fact that. They are trying to be a different version of Harry Potter because okay. I am Harry okay. Potter loyal. Right. Has brilliantly right. done. But yeah. once you get in a few, you're like, okay, they've got their own story going on. I can I can get past hmm. some of the parallels. And it's more of, a, of an adult version really? of Harry Potter. Really? And so there it's kind of fun. And our intern cat is doing a lot I'm of motion. Because uh, she loves Harry Potter and um, and apparently I'm loves the, magicians. Yeah, I'm getting the thing, and yeah. I have to say, I'm only in season one, and I'm actually oh god enjoying god. it. Is so, it a Netflix original? Yeah. It is um, no? not an original, but it's on Netflix. It's a, okay. Yeah, it is on Netflix. So yeah. another one, and I I can't. I don't know if you can say the name because it's not really, but I'm not gonna. But it's um, let's you know when you say you're up something's creek up sh- creek. Okay. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. There's a show. Uh, yeah, with Eugene Levy, who I adore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kath- yeah. Catherine O'Hara, who okay. is also amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his son and his daughter, they're in it. Wow. And it's called That Creek because it's the name of a town. I would say it just got renewed for a third season, and it's a British show. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, a Canadian show. Oh. Um, I also I highly recommend, very funny, I Am In Love with uh, Eugene Levy's son, mm-hmm. uh, as you, you know, this happens to me all the time. I fall in love with with <laughs> then people you propose on TV. And, yes, yeah, and okay, so I of yeah, course have it. reached out to him right. and said we because he helped create the show, and I'm like, mm. we need you on the show okay. because how else am I going to propose? Duh. Unless he's on a show, you have you have to do it in person, you right? Can't propose it, it's got to be a thing. So, yeah. anyways, that's another show I'm binge watching right now. Mm-hmm. I watch just watched the whole first season. Yeah. Something else that I can, right? I can. I'm I'm fine that you um. You always text me uh, once you start your binge watching habits. Uh, text me about what shows to watch. Um, I just the the true binge watching show that I watched was Santa Clarita Diet. I watched yes. that in like it less than twenty four hours. So it was good. amazing, right? Um, but I'm finally getting um, back in the groove of you know having some free time. So I'm watching. Um, I finished the the Crown finally, oh, which was which was brilliant, but amazing. I know the last one. I'm like, uh, no, we need to know what's know, next right now. I know, right now, right now. What a what a way, right? To end. And yeah. so I'm I'm finally um starting into a series of unfortunate events because I heard <gasps> yeah. that was quirky, and um, b- is it bubblegum chewing gum chewing gum? Yeah. Have you started watching? I have chewing started. Gum? I watched the first two episodes, and I kind of like it. It's really, it's funny. Odd. It's very odd and funny. It's very British. Yeah. It's very so odd, British. and it's so like the and, leading <laughs> lady so in chewing gum <laughs> is my favorite yes. human being in the world. I'm like, um, I have actually talked to her agents and begged 
bagged. Good, good, and good. and this is what they'll say. We're not even the second season isn't even out yet. Yeah. Why don't you get back to us when that? I'm like, we don't care. We don't. Yeah, but just chewing gum. Yes, mm-hmm. I have to say. Like the most awkward human being it in the world. It is. Right? I, I know. I it and it deals with uh, a lot of like religion and sexual repression. I guess. Yeah, um Which yeah. all of us can kind of relate to. Yeah. Um, as in you and me, and, <laughs> and, and and you know, it's kind of weird. She's dating the gayest man in the world, <laughs> yes. who is just praying to and, Jesus yeah, to, he's to in, keep him straight. In love with Jesus. He is majorly in love with Jesus. It's like just okay. look around his room. Yeah. Those. The moment that she realizes, I'm like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I love when so she listen. Yeah. We are here to tell you what to what, yeah. what to watch. I'm <laughs> in love with do. chewing gum. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been avoiding the OA though. I've heard bad. I've heard mixed yeah. reviews. So, and I want to get into it. I want to mm. know why. But I've been avoiding I it. Only I only want, want to... you to watch it so that we can make fun of it together. Okay. All right. All right. But at the same time, I don't. I I don't you wish don't bad wish things yeah. upon my friends. <laughs> oh. And here's the thing: there is a whole crew oh out there. Oh it's going to get a season two because there's a whole crew out there who is passionate for it, and I don't understand. I see, and that's, I don't get right. That's exactly I don't right. understand. And I, I just had listen. Mm-hmm. Every time we talk about Gerald at House of Pop, all the time who does both yeah. of our hair, him and I, we get into it because he also does not understand, and he has friends who are rabidly I, supportive yeah, huh. of the OA. And all I have to say is, no, I we we were cheated. You right. will love the first two, three episodes, and then you'll be like, what happened? Yeah. Where okay. Go? Well, like, see, I that, think some writers that's died. I'm so or intrigued. Or... I don't know which camp I'm going to fall into. I know, and oh. I. <laughs> I ahead. can't wait to find out because if you come to me and say this is the most amazing, I will stab you with my pin. <laughs> probably, because you are better than that. Uh, okay, all right, all right. But it's, I do want to know what you think, call. and especially because the final episode, I just mm-hmm. I need to talk to people who can have mm-hmm. a real conversation about what, yeah. just what, what like, happened, what. Okay. I mean, wow, all right, all right. It hurts my head, and I don't know how you have a season two out of it but you know yeah well maybe Stranger things comes out in march oh, i'm so excited so does uh house of cards is uh, yes. out soon fifth too ep- i think fifth the season. fifth season mm-hmm. i and i love that show that's it's something amazing. i'll binge watch Just, oh, oh and they have a lot to deal oh, with now they have a lot of material yeah they do oh oof. i know um, exactly so there's a lot going on i know so anyways highly recommend there's your list yeah <laughs> if you have nothing to do for the next month uh, at night when you get home those are the shows we enjoy that you yeah. should binge watch. Yeah. Listen, if you want to laugh hysterically, chewing gum is it. Right. Chewing. Right. I avoided that show because it looked so weird. It and then is one weird, night I'm like, great. I'm just going to yeah. do it. And yeah. it was the best because I will text you when I watched the season, mm-hmm. I would text you quotes mm-hmm. because sometimes the quotes on that show, I can't handle myself. Yeah. So I'm just like, I just need they you to know are how funny fantastic. this is. Yeah. So and, yeah. we do that a lot. <laughs> Randomly send I feel, each other quotes. I feel like I kind of connect with her in some ways where I'm like, I do. Huh. Well, that I would do. be me probably. <laughs> I would probably <laughs> not know what to do. She's like, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> yeah. but I heard this is what happens. Yeah, she's the is best. This how you do it? Yeah. And right. I love it because it's very, very, very much British. Like it's British very culture British. Yeah. and how it growing up there is when you live in a huge apartment complex. I mean, right. it's a very different world than than what we have here in the states it took me a while to kind of get used to that um the british culture for sure right yeah it is it's not different enough to where you're like i don't know what's going on but it's just like huh but they have a different take and a different culture and a different way in which they grew up yeah um their version of the projects uh you know all of these kinds of things that i find fascinating but because i've loved british film for so long Mm -hmm. um that is that is fascinating to me so i think it, it, it prepped me for 
chewing gum. Speaking of British film, I, I, okay, we we are going to cut this rant short soon. I promise yeah, we're going to get to actual stuff. We have an stuff. interview that has, has to happen. But, but I just want to say that, um, so Ricky Gervais um, obviously created the original Office, office The yeah. Office, um, and they have a Netflix movie coming out that is um, the actual character from The Office. I forget his name. Dave something. Right, right. Um, but it's based on that character um, as the creator of the documentary, The Office, going into like he wants to start a band. And it's a movie about that. And it's like a, a, an hour and a half Netflix original. Yeah. yeah. And so he um, basically, if you watch the preview, it releases next month, I think. Um, he just so opens it, up with saying, hi, my name is this, this and this. It, I did the uh, documentary for The Office. That's where you know me. And I'm starting a band. And it's... It's kind of documentary oh, style too. It's going to be, be hilarious. Very spinal tappy. Yeah, super. I that would be so, so much fun. I yeah. know some nights I can just go through Netflix. Last night was mm. one of those nights where I have been avoiding the magician and I just thought I'm in an open mood and I just hit play. Yeah. And and I'm glad I did cuz yeah. it was good. Good. Yeah. Sometimes I'm judgy about shows. I'm like, uh, mm, sometimes not yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, All right. you know me well. You know mm-hmm. me well. All right, let's take another song break here. We're going to continue with our uh, Grammys uh, nom uh, theme here, and this is going to be 21 Pilots with Ride because they are amazing and also nominated and for Grammys. And worth nominating. Yeah. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. And I'm hungry. He wants to bring me food. <laughs> <laughs> Would a burrito work? I'll take it. I'll All take right. it. All right. We're excited because in just a few minutes, uh, mm-hmm. we are going to be talking to actor, philanthropist Todd Grinnell. But before that, we want to give out our thanks to the people who have supported us in our uh, history here at the radio show. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, you can visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from Instant Sign Factory, celebrating 25 years serving the Inland Northwest indoor and outdoor sign needs. More information at 1-877-778-7446 and online at instantsignfactory.com. Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Thank you to our to supporters i know i love it so no we always get excited you know we get excited when we 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 tweet about our guests because we first of all we just get excited every time we interview guests yeah um and i love it when they retweet or they are they show the love back right right thank you to to todd grinnell who has that great thing going around on his tweet on his twitter account he has the tagline show us your taxes donnie donnie and i absolutely love that because that's the new thing you yeah, know, you that call him Donnie, of yeah. course. Because why, why not? Yeah. What else are you going to do? Because you're acting like a two-year-old. So yeah. that's what, that be what you get. I know. Hey, listen, you told us, you showed us who you are. We're just going to, we're going to acknowledge you. Like Maya Angelou, the great Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. who I'm oh, sad is amazing. gone. She would have a lot to say right now. Oh, Like she says, when someone shows you Ooh. who they are, believe them. Yeah, and yeah. he did. And for like, those people who didn't believe him, guess what? He was telling the truth the whole time. Right? <laughs> don't, yeah, don't come to us and be like, well, I didn't think he was actually going to. Okay, but he said really? he was going to. Yeah, you, you didn't think so? But I didn't expect it to be. But he said What world he was did gonna. you live in? Yeah. 
and all of and you know what there's so many uh, uh people who voted for donald trump and there, there's a hashtag on twitter uh called hashtag trump regrets <laughs> <laughs> and it's all the people who that voted for him and were like um the so best. he did what uh trump regrets yes yeah and there's a and, lot. I mean, listen, a lot to be had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not perfect. You voted for it, well, but still, at least you now realize that. Well, listen. you know, uh, Betsy DeVos has mm. been. She took over. She started a new job. You know, head of right? education system, and, mm. and she tweeted no. on the first day about not being able to find a pencil, and the responses of yeah. people who I went after her by just that. saying not being able to find a pencil. Yeah. Well, don't check the public schools that you're defunding. <laughs> uh, you know, or there's a meme where it's a grizzly bear holding a pencil, because yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, she famously said that's mm-hmm. why there needs to be guns in school. Yeah, because, because you there know, could be a grizzly, grizzly bear. attacks. Right? No, eighteen what? Uh, what what okay. year is yeah. this? Yeah, I know. Gri- you're right. In the middle saying. of New York, just a grizzly walking around. What, what do you What do you think this is? Where do you live? Where do you Where, live? Did, right? Are you Sarah Palin? Because that's right? Sarah Palin stuff. That's that some is Sarah Palin level right? And she's stuff. sitting there going, "How did she get there? And why am I here?" Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, I should be there. That was a fear oh, that I had for a long time. Oh my god. Well, your fears so are coming true. I would true say we lost. Body. We dodged that bullet, but then we got barraged by an AK-47. Yeah. So I, I mean, didn't dodge it too. God too well i just can't believe we're here you know i cannot believe that that is our reality and that you're right public schools are being defunded but all they need is a is is some walls and a, and a roof and right a gun. yeah as she said so that is all that is needed because she understands them so yeah, well i don't yeah so okay. i love it so we're, we're now getting ready to uh transfer over yeah. our guest um but the curter might be having. Yeah, I think I think he's he's having some issues, but some that's okay. Issues. Yeah. So yeah, so it's going to be exciting. We are going to transition, but you know what? Even talking about current events is still a good transition yeah. to any show that is helmed by Norman Lear. I'm just going to say, I, right? Because exactly. He he loves he loves his current affairs, mm-hmm. so. and he's really he's really topical about that. Um, he always, you know, keeps it on point and um, really does, uh, you know, does does punch it in in um, in the gut. You know, he gets he gets I it feel, done. I feel yeah. punched in the gut. Oh, right now, girl, I tell <laughs> because ya. I'm hungry. Did I, I mention ya. that? I am on a healthy diet. Yeah, which means no food. Yeah, totally. It's not supposed to be no food, but no, mine I, does. Listen, listen. I tell you, I'm on the same, not the same diet, but I'm on on my food plan too. And I tell you, if anybody, um, you know, takes food away from me at this point, even the smallest food that I can get, I will cut you. Right? I will cut exactly. you. Exactly. It is not good. It is no. not good. We're yeah. gonna do it. I think we need to take a brief break while sure. we uh, have just a little technical issue, and we'll bring. Todd Grinnell on, but let's take a break. If there's any way to take a break, it's with Beyonce's formation because all my ladies get in formation. Formation. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Now our next guest is an actor and philanthropist with a long list of television credits from Desperate Housewives to Parks and Rec to Grace and Frankie and now most notably for the Netflix critically acclaimed hit series One Day at a Time. And now he gets to add Jonathan and Sergey to those credits. He's such a lucky man. We're very happy to welcome actor Todd Grinnell to Outspoken. Todd, are you there? I'm here, guys. Thank you for that really nice intro. Well, you know, we care about our guests so much. So, you know, that's just a little of the love <laughs> we you do. get from Jonathan and Sergey. 
<laughs> I love it. I'll take it. Good. Perfect. Well, we're really excited that you've taken time out to come talk to us. We are both in love with this new, uh, I guess, I don't know if you call it reboot of sorts, I guess, but the new Netflix series uh, of the hit Norman Lear 70 sitcom, One Day at a Time. Can we ask you to give our listeners maybe their of a younger generation, uh, a little synopsis of what this uh, One Day at a Time is about, this reboot of it. Yeah, sure. I think I think everybody's using the word reimagining. Oh. But, um, yeah, you, you know, it, it's uh, originally, the original show was, uh, you know, took place in the late 70s, early 80s, and it was about a single mom raising two daughters on her own in Indianapolis. And, you know, the real-life struggles that go along with everything that has to do with that. And this reimagine, reimagining of it is, um, you know, it's now a Cuban-American family. Uh, we have Justina Machado, who plays mm-hmm. our amazing mother. Um, and, you know, in this new incarnation of it, um, she also, we have a third generation of her mother, uh, played by Rita Moreno. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her, her, all of their struggles and, and, you know, daily ongoings of, of being a Cuban-American family in, in uh, Los Angeles and uh, with an absent father and, and two kids and everything that they go through. And it's really just a great story. It's yeah. a great story of an American family. Sure. Well, and you take part, um, you take on one of the key characters from the original series, which is Snyder. Uh, and and that's kind of a big big role to fill. Um, was that intimidating in any way to you? It was. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, that's the that's the one character I forgot to mention in my synopsis. Yeah, the show's really about this guy Schneider, <laughs> right? And the Schneider, family yeah. that kind of interacts with him. <laughs> the main part, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the fir- in the original series, uh, you know, Pat Harrington Jr. played Schneider, and he obviously, you know, if you know anything about the show, he became this icon this tv icon and and he he was such a genius with how he played it and it was such an interesting character and it was so fun and it was really beloved by america and he won emmys for it and and the whole thing so of course it was definitely intimidating to think about playing the role i mean when i came in to audition for it i thought you know knowing i grew up watching the show or at least watching the reruns the syndication of it so i really i knew who schneider was i knew a lot about the character and i was I remember saying to, to Gloria, who I, I knew before the show, um, we were, we're old friends. I said, did you, did you organize this, me coming in to read for this? Or do I have really good agents <laughs> who just got me in for something that I'm totally wrong for? And she said, well, you know, we want to see what you do with it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, they're big shoes to fill. And I think everybody knew that we couldn't try to fill the shoes. We had to do something different, mm-hmm. you know. And right, so, right. This new Schneider's really different. I mean, the construct is the same in the sense that he's, uh, you know, a single guy living in the building, and he kind of gloms onto this family, and, and the two guys are, you know, I think at their core, lonely, sweet guys, but they have these, you know, sort of like big exteriors. Um, but other than that, the, the characters are very different. So <clears throat> it was, yeah, it was, you know, it's a big responsibility um, to sort of honor the spirit of what Pat did with the role. Right. Um, But it's also just a huge, a huge joy. Now, Um, how was it? Because, you know, with Norman Lear, I know uh, we had talked to Isabella Gomez, who was on and was so delightful. And she talked about how Norman Lear is on the set a lot. What was it like as you're trying to create your version 
of the character of Schneider that he created so many decades ago. Was he helpful or was that scary to try to kind of tweak this character that he had, you know, was so much a part of his his uh, his legacy, yeah. really? Well, I mean, Norman's, it, it's, uh, he's such, you know, he's a legend. He's, he's one of my heroes, uh, you know, in television and just in the world. So, you know, mm-hmm. coming into audition for him and, and Gloria calderon Kellett and Mike Royce, who are our showrunners, the three of them are, you know, they're, it's such a collaboration, and it was such a collaboration from the beginning between the three of them, and they're all so talented and, and amazing in their own separate ways so that when they come together, it's just like, you know, it's this, it's just an amazing sort of lightning in a bottle chemistry that the three of them have together. And then I think that goes out to the rest of us. You know, we're all, as we were all brought onto the show, we were all brought into this amazing collaboration right. between them. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it was intimidating coming in on a, an audition for, for Norman. Um, but, you know, very quickly when we started chatting, it was like, oh, I get, I get what this is. This is, you know, he is, he is at the level of whoever he's, he's talking to, mm-hmm. you know, there's no sort of, he just wants to get in there and talk and create and, and have it be a big team thing. So we, you know, I think in the first audition, he was like, what do you think about wearing an earring? I was <laughs> like, I, I'll do anything, yeah. man. Sure. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm open to yeah. anything. Right. That's, yeah. I think I, I think I said, you can paint me purple and I'll <laughs> do this part, right. whatever you want. You have that moment where you're like, I don't know if you know this, but you're Norman Lear. So yeah. you just, you just yeah. tell me yeah. I'm in. I'll, I'm I'll in. play the role. Yeah, yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, but he, you know, yeah. we really quick, really quickly, you know, yeah. he, he, uh, he told me all about how Pat mm-hmm. built this character in the beginning mm-hmm. and how he, he was the one who came up with the idea for the cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve. Oh, yeah. Right. Went out and found his own, own tool belt and all the stuff. <laughs> and he was, he really mm-hmm. wanted, all of us to kind of put our two cents in. So, you know, we were gathering Pinterest boards of, you know, hipster haircuts and yeah, different yeah, yeah. beard styles and, and all these different things. And it was super fun to collaborate with them and, and figure that out. Right. Well, and that's just kind of something Norman Lear does in his directing, um, along with being very vocal about current events and, you know, what's going on. And, of course, this show is about Cuban immigrants and, um, you know, our current state of immigration in the country is not exactly um, ideal right now. Um, do, how how do you think that's going to be tackled in the future seasons um, with One Day at a Time and Norman, Norman Lear having, um, you know, a history of, of, of addressing political yeah. uh, issues? Yeah, it's, I mean, the interesting, there's a couple things. I mean, interestingly, we, you know, uh, Gloria calderon Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, her parents were part of, uh, you know, Pedro Pan um, right. came over during that time. And so, you know, that's, the show is based on, on her family's experience as Cuban immigrants. And also, you know, the, the kids are largely based on Mike Royce's kids. And so, you know, and then, of course, all the social issues that, that come with immigration and, and just living in America today, there's so many different issues that we all deal with on a daily basis that come as part of the, the, the DNA of Norman's uh, other shows and, and just wanting to talk about social issues. Um, it will definitely be discussed as we were like in the first season, we discussed so many different issues and, mm-hmm. and what I loved about the show and what I love about all of Norman's shows is that there's not necessarily one point of view that's pushed forward. It's just, we're starting a discussion. These things need to yes. get talked about um, and they need to be analyzed from all different points of view. And, you know, we're here to start discussions mm-hmm. in a funny and right. touching way, with right, that, right. you know, without beating you over the head with it. And so, you know, for me who, you know, I'm, I'm 
pretty politically active and, and have strong opinions and like to discuss these things. Like it's a dream to be on a show like that. And right. so we'll definitely get more into, you know, as, as we've, the world's changed in the last six months. And, and yes, it has. And, and, yeah. And of in, in various ways, we will, <laughs> uh, we will definitely be discussing all of that in season two. The interesting thing is that like with all of Norman's original earlier shows, like in the seventies and eighties, they were on a timeline where they could discuss things that happened in the news, shoot right. something that week, and have it air, you know, a couple weeks mm-hmm. later. And it's very mm-hmm. relevant and it's very topical for us on Netflix. It's like we're shooting, you know, six months in advance of the show airing, right. so it's hard to, you know, we can't really address hot button topics, right. you know, yeah. in that moment. But right. what we can do is, you know, we have brilliant writers. Like our writing staff is just so diverse and so smart and and so passionate about everything that they find genius ways of talking about these things without, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily, you know, names that are in the news, but just the issues and yeah. how they're affecting this family and everyone around them. And so, you know, that'll be, I'm always excited to see how they tackle that stuff and get these scripts and say, oh my gosh, I never would have thought right. of doing it that way, but it's brilliant and we can, we, you know, it lives forever in that sense. Exactly. You know, and exactly. one of the things that I love about your character of Schneider in this reimagining of One Day at a Time is he is, well, he comes, he's a privileged, you find out through the series, he comes from privilege, you know, and that's where yeah. it has put him in this place. But what I love about him is he he doesn't react to life from that place. Like you mentioned a tackling subject matter one uh great thing is of course the the daughter played by isabella gomez uh she comes out as a lesbian and what is fascinating to me is that schneider your character he's this great like outside like third party outside so he can be calmer you're so supportive and you watch this arc with him that in the end he always airs on the side of love really i mean to be cliche about it yeah and and you can watch yeah. his relationship with uh, the mother played by Justine Mikado and and the, even the grandmother, the the uh, bond between them, you can see him become even more of a part of the family because he is always shown to be there to support and to love. And that's been his his one, you know, moment. He always has gone behind be, beyond his privilege of this white, straight male with money. Um, and I find your fa- your character fascinating because it offers that outside no reason to have to understand you know, immigrant or minority, and yet he chooses to, um, to go yeah. beyond himself. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that I love about this character is that, you know, he is, <laughs> he's, uh, he's not the most complex guy in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, he's, right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's just, he's almost like, you know, if he were a dog, he'd be a golden retriever. He's just <laughs> yes, like yeah. all love. Um, and, you know, to him, I think he's just like, people are people. You know, and while he grew up in privilege, he is kind of a lonely guy at, mm-hmm. at, his, at his core. I mean, he he wouldn't say that. You know, he would. I think I like to say that he thinks of himself as a mix between uh, Keith Richards and, and Richard Branson <laughs> in his head. You know, true. He's just this like kind of yeah. rock star bomb vivant, right. you know, life of the party <laughs> guy. But. You know, I think that really only exists within like a block surrounding his house. Like, you know, he's <laughs> right, very exactly. popular at this one bar and, <laughs> you know, girls like him because, yes. you know, he, he's he's charming. But like if they spend more than a day with him, they're like, wow, this guy's kind of an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> he... So, 
you know, so he, he, his best friends are this family. And right. to him, I think he's, you know, he doesn't see, he just sees their, their people, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. one of the things that we need to do more in this country is yes. just like stop yes. talking about people in really broad terms and get to know individuals and that everything is, we are all individuals and, and everyone matters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's one and, of the things that he just doesn't, he doesn't see, right. you right. know, he, he just sees people and love is love. And, and yeah, he doesn't so see labels. Him, it's very yeah. easy to go. Yeah. I just want the best for each one of these people in this, in this family. Cause they're, they're my family now, you know? Right. Right. And that's, I, I think you're absolutely right. We do need to focus on those relationships in, in, in these harder times. And, um, I, I kind of wanted to ask you, I know uh, we talked to Isabella Gomez about relationship on the set and, you know, what it was like for her to be uh, working with not only Norman Lear, of course, uh, one of the greats, but also, you know, people like Rita Marino and, you know, just just these these great uh, actresses on stage. Did did you have that same experience or how did that translate for you? What did she did she say that we all love each other? Yes, she, she absolutely she said you're like a family. <laughs> Man, she's wow. She just lies. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. No, we we uh, we uh, yeah. I mean, it's you know, for me, it's it's great because we're all mm-hmm. everybody's so different. Um, yeah. yeah. There's not like you know, there's no other forty year old white guy, and there's you know, there's no <laughs> other eighty five year old Puerto Rican woman who yeah. has done everything in the world, and you know, like yeah. we're all we're all so different that we really we we act as a family, and it's really fun, and it's. We, we just have a blast together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there is, you know, I mean, listen, working with Rita is, it's, you know, it's like working with Norman. She's a legend. Yeah. And she is brilliantly funny and whip smart and sweet and saucy. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's, well, she, it, there are scenes where we have to dance together and yes, she's moving right. me around yes. like a rag doll. <laughs> she's, well, you're... you know, and then like, we, you know, we also Justina is like I'm sure you you've seen the show. She is oh, a yeah. force of nature. Like yes. I've oh, never yeah. she absolutely goes like I'm I'm laughing hysterically at her, and then the next minute she's making me cry. And like right. you know, it, she's brilliant. And the kid, everyone's just it's so it's we really have a blast together on the show. Well, the chemistry I have to say between the characters and. Uh, is just palpable on the screen. But I also I love your chemistry with Rita Moreno. You guys are so much fun. She is so flirty, and it really translates. But speaking of these great moments that uh, if you watch the Netflix show, our listeners, you will be able to see these. What's been your favorite part of making the show? Oh, man. I You know, every, I enjoy every second of this thing. I've been waiting a long time in my career to... to on a show exactly like this and so you know for me i really i, I mean i every second i wake up and i get to drive to the studio and shoot the show is like mm-hmm. every every bit of it's a dream but i think the show nights are you know we we get to shoot in front of a live studio audience and and for you know we get to do shows every week for 300 plus people and that feeling you know we get to rehearse all week and it's great and it's wonderful and we have a blast on set together and you know but when the audience comes in, it's really that relationship that we have, the back and forth, and it just brings a whole new life to everything we do, and it really enhances the show in, in such an amazing way. It's like, you know, you, you've seen the show, like, there are moments where Rita comes out, and she'll say something, and, you know, she'll have a joke, and there's a huge laugh, and she'll hold, or yes. I'll hold, and we can really feed off that stuff, and, you know, to and then, you know, there'll be a moment when there's just, like, you know, 
Justine and Rita have amazing, oh, yeah. uh, these heart-wrenching moments together, and you can hear a pin drop in there, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like, even just that silence uh, is so much. It's, it's really, they're electric these nights. It's really fun. Right, right. Well, and and as as great as One Day at a Time is, you, this wasn't your only TV uh, or acting appearance. Um, what what in your career, you know, has been the most exciting or surprising moment, um, you know, of acting or uh, of being on TV? Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's been a <laughs> but. I mean, I think this is this is for sure. I I think the most exciting. Time. Right. Uh, right. This is the most exciting show for me. But you know, there's been other ones. There's been. I, you know, as actors, we're just like we're all we're all carnies. We're just you know <laughs> going around and and playing and having fun in different you know different settings all the time. And so each experience is really super fun in its own way. And you get to meet a lot of interesting people. You know, I mean, like uh, you know, doing Desperate Housewives mm-hmm. was a blast. The first show I ever did, right. Four Kings, by the producers of oh, yeah. uh, Will and Grace, was that was a huge dream come true at the time. And was you know I had a blast working with the other guys in that show and. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just been, you know, every, all the time there's different little, little things. I mean, I did a guest spot on how I, uh, on hot in Cleveland. Oh, and got I, love to, I didn't have scenes with her, but Carol Burnett was, was guest starring that week. Oh. And, uh, you know, I got to hang out with Carol Burnett for the week, which was like, <laughs> right. The, the, uh, insanely amazing. You right. know? So <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. Just, all the time, little things pop up where you're like, this is a dream come true. Yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, it's, and yeah. I know, like, you're going to leave us and be like, I just spoke to Jonathan Instagram. My <laughs> career is just hit a high point. Yeah. So, oh, boy. So you're oh welcome. Boy. You're welcome. This, I know. Well, today, this is this is the most exciting thing that's happened in my career so far. <laughs> See, there it I, is. Right See, now. We, right in this moment. We try to help where we can. Oh, boy. We do. Uh-huh. Now, you, you know, you mentioned briefly earlier about, you know, you're, you're opinionated. You have you have thoughts beyond you know this amazing work that you do as an actor. Do you mind you. telling us a little more about when we were doing research on you and everything? I want to know a little more about for yeah. our listeners. This bar saves lives. Yes. Well, you know, uh, this bar saves lives is a company I started with uh, two other actor friends of mine, Ryan mm-hmm. Devlin and Ravi Patel, a few years ago, and it came out of some a lot of uh, work that uh, we were doing in Africa to find medical care for kids and help. Wow. We were on a trip to Ryan and I were on a trip to help rebuild a bridge uh, for some villagers in Liberia and, right. and came across uh, some kids, malnourished kids who were literally starving to death in a refugee camp. And they were mm. being brought back to life with this product called Pumpina, which is a uh, essentially a peanut paste fortified with vitamins and proteins. And mm-hmm. it's two packs of this stuff a day for seven to 10 weeks takes a child from, you know, these awful pictures you might see on the news where they're days away from death and it takes them to being a, you know, very healthy, plump, uh, cute, fat little baby. And yeah. we just thought it was such a miracle. Anderson Cooper did a piece on it on 60 Minutes years ago, right before we went to Liberia that I had seen. So we got inspired by it. We decided to come back and uh, start a company called This Bar Saves Lives. And we sell gourmet granola bars. And for every bar we sell, we send a packet of life-saving uh, therapeutic food to malnourished kids all over the world. Um, so, you know, we're really inspired by Paul Newman, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Newman's own and that kind of right. thing. And there are other companies out there, you know, Warby Parker, yeah. um, and, and, uh, different companies, you know, this whole idea of social enterprise and, and give mm. back models for business. And yeah. so, you know, we're just now, uh, we, we're up to 2.3, uh, million 
packets of wow. food aid donated, which is wow. enough to help to save the lives of around 15,000 children. So oh, it's, you know, it's grown a lot. We're in all the Starbucks in California. Mm-hmm. We're in Target and Whole Foods. And it's growing, you know, and the more more bars we, we put in people's hands, the yeah. more... Uh, yeah malnourished kids around the world we get to help which has been super fun that's amazing. well you know first of all we're hungry so we're probably gonna so go we're gonna do go that. buy a case um yeah <laughs> so that, that way we can support you know african children that's great we're trying to be healthy yeah. and it ain't easy <laughs> it ain't easy now yeah it, it ain't, it, it ain't. Right? you know what our bars are uh-huh. our bars are super tasty and they're super healthy they're, they're okay. gluten-free non-gmo fair trade all that stuff and oh, they taste awesome. really good so i'll send you guys some boxes hey you should oh, now yes. i want to know yeah. so i know you said they're in california and stuff so are these can you get them online yes yeah okay this bar saves lives.com okay you can, you can get them online yeah because yeah, we, we want to give our listeners like, a way to to do that because what a you beautiful know, business yeah. model I mean, it's just a beautiful thing to know that you're getting something that's healthy for you and you're you're giving back uh, because you guys send those packages, the one-for-one one model, and I think that's brilliant. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. We're, uh, we're, we're excited to do it. You know, it's uh, just trying to do our part a bit. Right. And, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's, if, you've ever, if you've ever been in areas of need like this and, and seen kids who are malnourished in this way it's like it's impossible not to want to do something mm-hmm. so uh you know you can go out yeah if you go on this part saves you can check out all of you know why we give and what we give and all of our amazingly delicious bars yeah that's yeah. amazing well and i think you know it's it's definitely a human thing to give and to support people in need but i think in some ways uh artists have a responsibility to you know to kind of to kind of use their um i guess influence to do something positive the privilege yeah the privilege i mean whatever you have you you got to do something positive with it so i think uh i definitely respect that um this is something that you have going on i know like you're that. you're more than an actor you're like yeah. a human what's going what? on what that doesn't sound right <laughs> Oh, well, we're all human, you know. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's kind of. I I get so upset when people say, you know, actors should not talk about things. It's like, you know, everybody should be talking about yes. everything. Yes, exactly. All the time. All yes, the time. you do not um, leave your humanness at the door. Yeah. When you become an actor. That's right. Yes. Now. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Because we want to support the actor part that is allows you to do this, all this other wonderful work. What can we expect? What can we expect from Todd Grinnell in the future? And I know you have a website, so why don't you tell our listeners uh, where they can find you on the web as well? Oh yeah, well uh, there is a website toddgrinnell.com, dot um, which is you know probably needs to be updated. Right. But um, <laughs> that's that's. That's there, but you yeah. know you can always uh, see what's going on. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming up. You know, we're we're really excited. Hope you know we're we're still waiting to find out if the show's getting picked up for a second season, which you know everybody's it, pretty confident it will be. It better so be exciting to go back to work at some point <laughs> soon. Um, well, don't you we worry. Are, we're uh, going to make some calls on you know Norman Lear needs our help, so we're calling. So. <laughs> Great. Yeah. If you guys could put some calls in and let everybody know, you know, when we're going back to work, that would be great. Yes, we're on it. We would love that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, everybody's, it's so funny, like I'll text with Justina and and Isabella and Marcel and Steven and Rita and we'll all just, you know, we're we're constantly texting and and staying in touch with each other and joking and stuff like that. And we're all going, you know, when are we going back? We can't wait to go back. I miss you guys. And so there's just a lot of like 
we're we're excited to be back on that stage and uh, in front of an audience. That's like our natural habitat. So it feels a little bit of fish out of water when we're not in the stages. Hey, I, um, we understand but, on uh, a smaller level, but we understand. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, and then there's some other stuff in the works. You'll you'll see me popping up. Um, there's uh, Actually, I've got a little part in, in Young Pope, which is on HBO right now. Yes, uh, okay. I saw that you were part. in that. That's awesome. Yeah, um, which is, you know, yeah. Paolo Sorrentino is a brilliant, brilliant uh, director. Right, And right. he's done an amazing job with that show. So I was super excited to get to work with him. Um, and that's, uh, I don't know when my episodes are airing, but towards the end of the end of the run there, um, I should find out the dates. My parents are always <laughs> wanting to know when I'm on stuff. No, right? I'm terrible about yeah. alerting people and putting it on social media. <laughs> I've just now gotten like sort of hip to Twitter and Instagram because right. Isabel and Marcel on the show were like they're always on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. All I got all I got to tell you is Isabella, it can give lessons because oh I my gosh. we She's have never fire. seen our Twitter yeah. explode as when that girl went and right. Like, Went on her own campaign for us. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, she's got it. She's I know, on point. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, she's, they taught me a little bit. They like, they gave me the guidelines. They sat me down and they were like, okay, this is what you post. This yeah. is, don't post this. Don't do this kind of posting. <laughs> but, you know, what's funny is like, I'm on Twitter a little bit, you know, uh-huh. and I'll, I'll post stuff and I'm like, oh, great. That got, you know, 20 likes. Right. I'm, you right. know, yay. Right. I don't really know what it means, but it's cool. <laughs> but I just write... I write happy. I write happy birthday, Chavuela at Chavuela. Yes. You know her, yes. to Isabella, and it gets like the most likes of anything <laughs> yeah. I've ever yep. said on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and her, so, this girl, this oh is our gosh, first yeah. major thing. Yeah. She, her fan base is rabid. Oh, she's like, gonna go fast. I know it. We yeah. were like two minutes late putting up the podcast, and we were like, like she knows what she's doing. We all need to go visit her because I don't know how it's happening, but she knows. <laughs> she's a marketing yeah. genius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she. She really is. That's She's great. incredible. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's interesting? The person on our cast who has the most followers of anybody, I think, is Stephen Tobolowski. Oh, oh actually, really? maybe Rita. Yeah. 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 I mean, those. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I, I. One of my favorite things to do on set is to sit down with Rita and, and Stephen and just like cry them for information. <laughs> I'm like, what was it like on this thing in right? 1982 that you worked on? You know, right. like exactly. I just want them to tell me stories all the time. Oh, and they would be amazing at it for for one thing, no doubt. Well, Todd, we have to tell you we love this the reboot, the reimagining one day at a time so much. It is yes, nice to you. feel the good chemistry between the actors and to have Norman Lear back saying the things that need to be said in our culture and to know that everybody we've met from this show has been nothing but genuine and amazing people. And so Todd, thank you for adding to that faith that we have that it's in good hands out there. So Todd, thank you so well, much for being here. Guys, thank you. It's really, it's uh, it's been a pleasure and an honor to be chatting with you. And I, I appreciate you having me on. It's oh, awesome. Thank you for watching the show and saying such nice things about it. We're really excited about it. Oh, of course. Yeah. All honesty. And we will be catching up soon because we, once you're on, yes, we never we let go. So you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, let me know when season two happens. There you go. You will be our first call. Awesome. Okay, thank you, sir. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye. And that was the actor, the philanthropist, uh, beautiful-hearted 
uh, gentleman, Todd Grinnell, who is currently starring as Schneider in the reimagining of Norman Lear's 1970s hit show, One Day at a Time, which you can find on Netflix right now. Yes, you can. Like, it was brilliant to talk to Isabella a few weeks ago. Yes, it was. She's such a genuine, beautiful uh, Mm -hmm. young woman. And then Todd, wow. Yeah. Like... Also, Seriously. a genuine. I, I like that whole cast. Like what you a said, beautiful heart. Great people. I know. Great I love these people. Hey, yeah. and you should be proud of me because yeah. I did not propose to this lovely human being. I am proud of you. I, proud of you. <laughs> yeah. I always do. And I mean, it, it. He's also straight, so that's a problem for me. <laughs> but you know, it has never stopped hey, me in the past. It hasn't. So, You've no, done that he's before. a great guy, and no. he's a lot of fun on that show. So if you get mm-hmm. a chance to binge watch, as we were talking earlier, one day at a time. Uh, one is day one at a time. Fun. Fun. That's that's how it goes. All right, let's take our last uh, song break to wrap up. I think, and then we'll just uh, we'll let you go. And yes, we will be playing Adele because somehow she got on this year's Grammys too. I don't really know uh, how that works. How dare I'm you? I'm not sure what how is going on back you? there. Apparently, she's she's up for something. So here's hello, <laughs> a few something, a few you know, something. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. It's Adele. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love art. Uh, this is hello. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This has been Outspoken. Goodbye, Adele. Bye-bye. We want to remind everybody that you are welcome to visit us on on Facebook if you would like. Facebook.com slash Jonathan and Sergey. You can find us on the on web Twitter as well oh, at, yes. uh, at Jonathan and Sergey. Yep. Or you can go to JonathanandSergey.com. Mm-hmm. We want to say also you can find us wherever your podcasts are found. Uh, you are welcome to search for the the Outspoken Boys Martini Lounge on uh, on what am I looking for? Podcasts, which would be iTunes, iTunes Podbean, Stitcher. Stitcher anywhere you can find us anywhere there. You can yeah. catch up and find out what our our uh, our interview with Dell Shores and uh, Emerson, Emerson Collins about the movie A Very Sorted Wedding. This week on Friday, you will hear us speak to Hal Sparks, um, who is always a lot of fun. And next week, we are going to be talking to the showrunner, one of the head writers and creators of How I Met Your Mother, as well as one of our favorite new shows, as you've heard from today, One Day at a Time, um, Gloria calderon Kellett is mm-hmm. going to be with us. She's a lot of fun and, I mean, just worked with some amazing people on some amazing shows. We're very excited to have her next week. But until then, the boys are going to go enjoy the sunshine. Yes, we are. So we'll see you next week. <laughs>